All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wildcat Week episode six, right? Yep, yeah. episode six. six. Yeah, episode six, yeah. almost at lucky number 10. Yeah. I want to talk to me maybe about dressing up on like yeah, the 10th. We can do like one. a funny, like, yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, I don't want to talk we'll about it. That's, that's, that's weeks, that's weeks away. Uh, anyway. Also, I'm wearing a different shirt. Uh, shout out to myself. Hey. I noticed it. I was wearing the same blue shirt for every single episode. Uh, for intro and outro sections, because we filmed the interview later Ew. or earlier, so oh, I don't have a very wide uh, closet selection of shirts. And it, the shirt I wore was always like a shirt that was like, "All right, if I'm out of shirts, like I'll just Is put this one? one on." Yeah. So, and now I'm also out of shirts, and therefore I'm wearing a cotton uh, conference champ T-shirt, Aww. but it's a different shirt. So cotton. I've never worn this one before. So let's go. Okay. Um. But yeah. So to, on today's on today, I have to introduce what we're doing. Oh yeah, you're um, right. Sorry. We'll 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 have a regular schedule. Um. So we'll do our rundown. Then we have an interview. Uh, interview coming up with a couple athletes. You'll be able to see them yeah. later in the episode, and then we'll obviously end up with our preview, uh, upcoming events that will happen here. So without further ado, we'll roll into the intro video, and Owen will take it away with some of the sports that he is covering. Yep. on the carry. Shoemaker through the hole. Shoemaker to the end zone. Wildcats are pouring it on. Hastings across to the middle. Goal! Goal! That's the game! Wildcats win it! You're listening to Wildcat Week, presented by Amplify Media. All right, so uh, baseball, first off, you know, they started. Uh, they are currently 4-9, and nine, so, I mean, not in the best, uh, you know, way. They're, they're struggling, struggling a bit, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, I, um, I actually so, yeah. Uh, I, I went to – so I actually did the play-by-play for yeah. the doubleheader they yeah, had against that game. Uh, uh-huh. Cleary. Um, and the first game we smoked them. Yeah, second um, game we uh were we were getting no second, hit through the, the fourth inning. And yeah, then we uh, finally got a home run. Their their pitcher – was amazing. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, carry, carry yeah. away. All right. So uh, last Friday, kind of talked about the first game against Faulkner University uh, of Alabama. So they lost that first game two to three, and that was all the news we had so far. But to give you a rundown of that four game set, uh, they lost the first game two to three, like I said, then won the first uh, second game four to three, but then they took some uh, some close losses after that on Saturday's doubleheader four to eight and three to four, um, and then. Uh, Wednesday, like Donovan said, they played Cleary University in another doubleheader. They won the first game 17-8, good showing uh, from the uh, offensive uh, standpoint. Five home runs yeah. for the Wildcats. Uh, and two of them were by the left fielder. Um, and two of them were by... Two of them were by the four hitter. Two of them were by the five hitter. Yeah, um, and then then they took a quite an L. Uh, they lost eleven to two in the second game. Cleary's pitcher had a no hitter going through the fourth inning, and then had given up a two run blast to left field to uh, me and the boys. The offensive line went to watch that uh, oh, yeah, end of that I, game I in the second inning. There. We had caught that ball, so that was pretty cool. But that was also the only runs that they scored that game. So kind of tough. Um, and then today they started their uh, double or their four game set. Uh, weekend series against a uh, Spring Arbor University, and again they took another close loss, one to two. It's a lot of close losses, so I mean I'm hoping the Wildcats can start to you know kind of go back to where they were last year. But they did take a couple uh, losses when it came to losing guys to graduation. On to men's basketball. So like I said, men's basketball kicked Taylor's butt, 84 to eight, uh, 66 in the uh, Crossville East quarterfinals, and then it all kind of went to crap. The men's basketball team took a <laughs> kind of not a big L, but they 
when it, when you look at it in perspective, it was a big L. They lost 76 to 84 to Grace College. I mean, it struggled. I mean, uh, and, they, and they I, I don't want to say, and I'm trying to figure out a way to say it in the nicest way, but I mean, it just was not good. Spencer Piercefield shot six for 13 from the field. He was four for 10 from three. Seth Maxwell, our go-to guy, I mean, literally conference player of the year, seven for 20. Yeah. He was one for three from the three-point line, which is all right. Well, Grace Grace also did a good job yeah. against Seth at kind of not allowing him to get deep in the lane. Yeah, I mean, and then our, our transfer, Dan uh, Largi, number 23, four for 13. He was one for six from the arc. Yeah, so, he he was he was really cold, and then he got yeah. really hot at the end of the game. So I mean, it it, it was just, it was a tough day for the uh, boys. Um, but I'll kind of talk about what they're going on later. Uh, and I mean, Grace didn't have like a decent game from like a specific guy. But they just had a all-around good game. They had, going from top to bottom, they had 12, 13, 11, 11, 9, 8, 6, 3, 2, 0. And that was a combined 84 points. Um, and Donovan, they had a lot of rebounds, actually. They out-rebounded us 28 to, uh, and then we had eight We had eight offensive rebounds and 16 defensive rebounds for the Wildcats. Mm. So, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, they out-rebounded us. So, I mean... Good for them. It was, I mean, it was 28 to 24 rebound wise. So, but I mean, when you shoot, when you were eight for 26 from the three point line, trying to compete against six from 19, uh, which I, I know we had more three points made, but we also, they also miss less three pointers than us. Yep. So, I mean, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was not the greatest of nights from both teams. Uh, but I mean, Grace had a better bad night. Yeah, I it was it was interesting watching it. I think, um, especially when you kind of get into the Crossroads League tournament, it's yeah. it's the time when schools now. Grant Grace will make uh, the the opening round, and they did, um, but it's it's the time of the year where the teams that know where they have no future in the NAIA unless if they win now, then their season's over. Yeah, teams you see like a different, Grace. You see a different intense. No, Grace 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 made the opening round. E- either way, either yeah, way. Okay, Grace okay, Grace, okay. Grace would have been fine. Uh, but that's where you do see teams bring a different type of intensity, and that's yeah. what Grace did. They brought a different type of intensity, and you just saw uh, yeah. it kind of from about five minutes into the game. I just don't think the Wildcats were ready. Um, but on to tennis. So the men's tennis, like we had them on earlier, they're on their giant spring break trip that we talked about last episode. But to kind of go off to what they did last week, so we got the results from the Friday meets uh, that weren't up. Um, so they against the University of Finley, uh, they won four to nothing, clean sweep. The boys took an L. They lost to University of North uh, Northwestern Ohio. Um, so I mean, it, kind of a tough L. They lost one to four, um, but they are the number sixteen team in the country. Uh, and then they also lost to the number twenty two team in the country, Cumberland University, three to four. But then they came back uh, and got back into the swing of things against William Carey and won four to nothing. So, um, and now they're on that massive trip that I'll talk about later. Um, and that's all that kind of happened with, uh, men's sports crossroad leads. We already talked about that. They came, uh, three, they came in third out of 10 teams. Um, and I'll kind of get to what they're doing right now, but Donovan touch on some of the other sports. Yeah. So women's basketball on the other hand. So if you remember from last episode, I was dressed up all nice. That's because I was going to call the Grace College versus the Wildcats, uh, the ladies game. And guess what? Our ladies won 60 to 44. Um, so great job to lays that game. Uh, we just kind of controlled kind of from the early tip um, and you just kind of saw it 
from the beginning. We almost let them kind of come back in the fourth quarter, uh, but then we did a good job fending them off. But here's the big news. So this has happened now two years in a row where the Wildcats lose to Marion. Both times. Both times in the regular season and then beat them in the conference championship. This is now the second time we've done this against them. Um, So Marion won the uh, regular season, uh, but then we win the Crossroads League tournament, and we won 66-63. to And it is amazing how looking at how we won this game. So we lost the first quarter by four. It was awesome. We won the second quarter by five, so we're up one going into halftime. We lose the third quarter 21-10, to And win the fourth quarter twenty two to nine. Yeah, it absolute was, swing. It was sweet, and I mean, some of the girls had some like really stellar, stellar, stellar performances. Yeah. So Kelly Damon, uh, number twenty, she had twenty three points, five for seven from the three point line. Absolutely was dialed in. Uh, you have Maddie Lawrence. She added 17 points, and she had the tough job of guarding Imani Guy, who's yeah. six foot three, um, and she got 17 points. She went two for two from the free throw line, 50 percent on her shots. Uh, Lily Frazier, the, who just won uh, Crossroads League Freshman of the yeah. Year, she had 14 points, um, and she had 12 rebounds, so she got a double double. Um, and then you had Maddie Davis, who added three points. Uh, Jay Nutley added five, and Joy Reed added four points. Um, so great job. The yeah. ladies, they went 10 for 12 on their free throws. Uh, Three-point percentages, 44%. That's pretty good. And then their field goals, 44%. That could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. man, they absolutely crushed it um, on their way into the tournament. And if you remember last year in the tournament, they went all the way to the Final Four. Hopefully they can see another run like that. Yeah. Also, uh, to add year. on to Kelly Damon, she got first team all-conference, and uh, our very oh, own right. Jordan Reed got second team. So Yeah, and that's yeah. amazing that Jordan got second because she's, she is a six-man. Yeah, she's man. six-man, yeah. So it's huge, um, huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah. And then, as you said, about – What's her name? About uh, Lily Frazier getting the freshman of the year. Yeah. It's huge, especially yeah. for a Wildcat. So. Yeah, I mean, big news for her. Yeah. Got three more years left. Yeah. Maybe turn into the Kyle Mangus of the, yeah, who of knows? the women's Who side, really knows, yeah. You know? um, but, yeah, so now I'll move on to softball. Uh, they had a very uh, packed week this past week. So Friday they played Bryan College and Reinhardt University. They won those games 7-4, to 5-0. to zero. Saturday they had another doubleheader against Truett McConnell University and Evangel University. They lost against Truett. Uh, McConnell three to eight, but then beat Evangel University seven to five, and then on Monday they had a double header against Oakland City University, uh, where they won both those games seven to two, and the other one fourteen to one. Um, so they're now six and two. They're on a hot win streak right now of three. Um, and then other big news is that um, their player um, Danielle Munn, she was. Either I think she was the she was either the Crossroads Player of the Week or the Crossroads Pitcher of the Week. Okay. Um. So she outstanding job to her. Uh, they're gonna keep grinding away on this season so far, and maybe come on to this podcast. I don't know. It's their choice now. Um. You know, fires have been shot. Uh, arrows have been shot. Yeah. Emails have been sent. Come on. We want y'all in there. It is your time. I talked to I talked to one of the players. When they had an opening night at Troyer Fieldhouse, they knew I was going to email them. It is time. You appear on the podcast. Anam is mad. He's going to stand up. I'm not going to stand up. Okay, we're not going to throw it back to class today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
that's done with softball. Um, and so then we move on to competitive cheer. And, you know, though, what's the one song? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Well, that's what they do. All they do. Um, oh. They had the Crossroads Conference Championship. What do they do? Win it. Uh, I'm going to look up the scores right now real quick. Uh, so they had a score of 88.4 points. Wow. Uh, Marion was second, 83.7. Bethel was third with 78.6 and drops off from there. Um, so absolutely awesome. Let's see what the coach said. He said, we worked hard this season and had so many setbacks and challenges despite the obstacles this team unites and executes. So proud of what they've been able to put on the mat today and finish our season with an automatic bid to nationals. Mm-hmm. So uh, that also notched into a top score that they've scored at an invite. Um, so, yeah, now they're going to go up to Usplant, uh, Upsilanti, Michigan on March 11th and 12th where they will compete in nationals. But that's for uh, the preview. So oopsie whoopsie. Yeah, well, and then also uh, women's swimming is going on right now. And uh, they're at the NAI na- oh, national right. tournament, yep. uh, and they have some really good finishes so far. They did have um, one that was one girl came in status. third place, uh, Erica Samuel for the 400 I'm, uh, and then uh, a couple uh, a couple good other finishes, and then another fourth place finish from Olivia Cummins uh, for the uh, 100 backstroke. They, and that'll lead into today. So, uh, and then I'll kind of I'll show you what they got going yeah. on uh, when we do the um, rundown. So, um, I you need the preview. Um, oh, yeah, but I, I remember seeing this quickly on the Instagram, and it was it was a it was a relay of four girls, and they got some all American. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we'll probably look that up and report that later. Um. And so then we're gonna move on to women's tennis. They have been also following around the guys, uh, doing their thing. Uh. So University of Northwestern Ohio, they won seven to zero, and they played Cumberland University in Tennessee. They won four zero. Um, and they played uh, William Carey University in Mississippi uh, yesterday and today where they won 4-2. Um, so they are still winning. They've only lost one time. That yeah. was a Grand Valley uh, State University the entire season, all school year. They've yeah, only lost one meet. Yeah. Um, so yeah. without further ado, Owen, I think yeah. that's the end of it. Yeah, let's get into this so interview. So we're going to get into the interview. You guys are going to love this interview. Yeah. Uh, time flew by fast, at least while we are interviewing them. So uh, without further ado, we'll get straight into the interview. Owen, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Luke, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome yes. to the interview portion of Wildcat Week. Um, so you guys can see him right now. We're only running one camera, so you can't see my face. You, you might can be see able me. to see Owens a little bit. Um, so yeah, shout out his parents. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, two players from the football team. So uh, senior Luke Watson and freshman Tyler. Tristan, Tristan. Hayes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was gonna let Donovan do with that. I was gonna let him see. I know Tristan's wow. name. He's my friend. Wow. That was. That hey, was also you have rough. to mention Luke isn't just a senior. Super Luke senior. is. He is a I'm super so senior. He is. He has reached fifth year level. He is not just old, but he is old. Old. Hey, I left the walker outside the door. That's yeah. What I'm <laughs> you, you, you couldn't even grow facial hair when you came here. I really couldn't. Yeah, but, you think know, about it. A lot. I barely yeah. could grow real hair. Now look at me now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you came in. Yeah, uh, with a bowl cut, and then now you have really long hair. So congrats. yeah, I'm really disappointed. Actually, they uh they used to have like all of our photos up yeah. for, for over the years, and you could like kind of see like oh my freshman year it was bad. You know, I looked like a bulldog. I had this terrible bowl cut. It kind of looks <laughs> yeah. like yours, honestly. Oh, you can just see it start to grow out and grow out. I look. 
look like yeah. I'm absolutely homeless in my junior yeah. year photo, but you know, this year being the last one, I got to make sure I do it right. Donna. Yeah. We have yeah. the, we have the perfect dynamic here. We have, we have a, we have a super senior and then we have a good old fresh meat here. Freshman. <laughs> absolutely. Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the youngest they fun. can get. Yeah. Um, so guys, spring break has officially started. When are you going to go home? Well, I'm staying in the great town of Marion, Indiana. Oh, yeah, he's week. from Oak Hill, so. He's from, oh, hometown. I live right kid. down the road, so I'm staying here. Luke, you doing anything? Well, I'm going to go home for a little bit, Fort Wayne, you know, 45, 50 minute drive, but I'll probably be back up here for part of the week, use the weight room. I'm working for a nice lady for a time, make some money, so. Nice. You never really leave Marion once you get here, you know? That's true. That's that kind of big true. facts. Yeah, we have that giant gate at the front, so. So <laughs> let's 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 get into the interview. So yeah, the giant gate. Um, so uh, you guys come here, and I like to hear kind of like difference of stories because Luke, your you came in the second year the program was here. You came in here the year after the first fifty. You didn't know what to expect when you first came here. All you knew is that Langs had a vision. Um, so what was that experience like for you to come here? Well, it's really interesting because. In 2017, so my junior year of high school, I had their first, like, junior day, and we did it over in Barnes, and there were tons of kids there, and, you know, I was, like, you know, I was pretty early, not, like, early in the recruiting process, but that was kind of, like, right before it really kicked in was, like, spring of my junior year. I was going to start doing stuff that summer. This summer for your senior year is really your biggest year for recruiting, and so I came over here, and it was the day of a baseball game, I remember, so I had, like, my baseball, like, uniform stuff on for the game later that day. And they just showed photo after photo after photo of these gorgeous facilities. And they were like, this is what it's going to look like. You guys got to promise us. Like, we've broken ground. There were tons of, like, machines and all these backhoes and stuff over by the football facility. They were like, this is Coach Langs. This is Coach T. This is Coach Aldrin. Those are the only three coaches we have right now. Like, we're starting to fill out our staff. We've got our first recruiting class pretty much locked up with those first 50, 60 guys. And it was really interesting because it was like, you know, this school was unlike any other school I was looking at at the time. You know, like other schools in the area would be Marion, St. Francis. Like, you know, Marion was just off of two championships in the past decade, and St. Francis had just gone back-to-back. Oh, wow. So that was the year. My senior year of high school was the year they won. It was 2016 and 17. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they just came off, like, you know, that December – their second national championship in a row with, like, this God-tier quarterback. And so it was really interesting to come here and be like, oh, like, who are your quarterbacks? Well, it's Tanner Burns. It's yeah. this freshman, like, from my area. So I was like, yeah. oh, this is a really interesting, like, dichotomy to look at. And so, like, just going through the recruiting process over the next year, it was like, wow, all these pictures that they showed us in this PowerPoint, like, came true almost to a T. Mm. So wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And now, on the flip side of it, Tristan, you kind of – you were here – you know, you're from the area, so I mean, you've kind of experienced, I guess, uh, some Iowa football games in the past when you were uh, when you weren't, I guess, getting into the whole recruiting process. And then the recruiting process started. Everything that Luke saw pictures of, you got to see in person. So, what was that kind of like, and like hearing the stories? Well, going back, I uh, I I've grown up around here, so I've seen Iowa before. There was a football team, like back when that was just all nothing out there, and uh, I remember. In my freshman year, we took a big bus, and they had a camp here on the practice field or the the track and field or whatever. Mm. And I remember Coach Aldrin having his gold whistle there. That was, like, the one thing I took away from it. And so that was before they'd even built the stadium, so it was just all a bunch of ground. They actually had the they'd had the facility, but they hadn't built the stadium yet. Oh, okay. So they took us all through there. They, they had, like, a – I don't know, it was a recruiting day for schools, and we took most of my uh, class or whatever, but – uh, in the recruiting ways, I guess, uh, 
my recruiting day, I actually was on crutches, so I couldn't do my workout. Mm. And so they, I just sat through all the meetings and what they'd showed us and what they'd said, really, they'd said, we're about to have a really good year next year. We're, we're like right there pushing, you know, pushing the yeah. peak. And, uh, I, they showed me a lot of things and then, uh, they kind of just followed through with the same thing he said, followed through with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, actually denied when I was here, I really just wanted to talk to the coaches and go home. Cause they, I didn't go on the tour on campus cause I'd already known what everything was. Yeah, true. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just, just stay and talk to you guys and then I'll go home. So it wasn't that too much recruiting, but I kind of already knew I was going to come here. It's the first text I ever got from coach Byers. I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to go here. Yeah. Okay. That was my, yeah, biggest. you kind of, you kind of knew what you I kind of knew that's what I wanted to do, especially. Yeah. yeah. Once we'd seen all the nice stuff from the football team, I knew I wanted to come here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you guys, you guys sign here, you come here, uh, whether that be the summer or that fall. Um, and so then how, What's what's like those first workouts for you guys? How how are you like dealing with that? Like between some of the older guys, I know Lucas. Not really. You are you were You're kind old. of the, you were the older guy yeah, when you, you kind of showed up. <laughs> uh, but from maybe for like how is it stacking up against the first guys over here? And then Tristan, you know, how is it when you came you came in? And now there's juniors and seniors that could be you know figuratively miles ahead of you. Well, you know, so I graduated call I graduated high school on like May 31st, and I was here on June 3rd. And they were like, we want you down here and ready to go. So, you know, I'm basically out of my cap and gown, into the car, and into Bowman. Yeah. Oh. And we had Bowman. 50 wow. kids. I just remember I was absolutely, like, saucer plates for eyes when I saw Because it was just all these kids who were in there, like, cooking. They had been there for, like, a week or two already. Some kids didn't even go home from April to May. So there were all these kids that were already, like, entrenched in here, kind of knew what to expect. And that summer was insane. Because they had me cleaning toilets and house cleaning. <laughs> And that was, like, one of the first, like, consistent, like, everyday jobs I'd ever had. And that was kind of interesting to juggle. But then, like, with football on top of that, like, it was just competition every day because nobody had played. There was no game experience on the roster. And so it was just competition every day between these guys. And I remember, like, one story was I was, like, I was getting off of housekeeping late. And, you know, I didn't know the coaches that well because it was, like, our first week in the summer. And I was freaking out because I actually got lost on campus. <laughs> I, I, hadn't, I hadn't really ever driven here before. It's really small. And now saying that, like, yeah. if I ever heard that a kid got lost on campus, like, I would make fun of this kid so hard. Yeah. But, like, I finally – I put the directions to the stadium into my GPS, and it wasn't there because the stadium was that new. So yeah. I was like, all right, I was, like, reading the signs, and I was like – I blew like six stop signs on campus and this campus police guy comes up behind me and he stops me right in front of the stadium in those little parking spots there. So all the coaches and all the players got to see, he's like, what are you doing, son? And I was like, I'm about to be late for football. Like, this is my first week here. Like, I'm really sorry. Like I haven't even enrolled in any classes yet. And he's like, if you ever do that again, I just watched you blow by six stop signs. If you ever do that again, I'm going to write you a ticket for all you're worth. Oh. And instead of writing that ticket for me over the years, I think they've actually given it to Owen instead. Yeah, but, yeah they true. have. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, okay. I just yes, remember, that is like, so mean. I was freaking out. I was a 17-year-old kid late to a football practice. I roll in like 20 minutes late, and all the guys are just roasting me for it. They're like, what's up, Speed Demon, or something like that. And I'm glad that name never stuck. But, yeah. it was, man, I was crazy. And not very fast, man. Yeah. Well. I'm not. That's fair. Yeah, You're probably Luke has, a, Luke has a very interesting run, running formation. It's kind of funny. He does like butt kicks while he's like trying to take a stride. It's <laughs> if, like really funny. If I could change anything about myself, it would be my running. Form. <laughs> hey, you, hey, my walking you play form and though, my so running. Fun. Form. Yeah, your walk form. I've had like, so it, many yeah, people mock me for my walking running form <laughs> called Lego Man. Yeah. I don't ever need that again. Good yeah. waddle. You got a good waddle. Yeah. I like Lego Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Tristan, so what about you? You know, you, uh, especially right now. So the reason we, first off, the reason we have some football players on, and it's not in, because so far, Donovan, we've had in-season athletes. Yeah. We've had track and field, ba- uh, both basketball teams. Um, so, and then the two tennis guys. But the reason we got them on is because, you know, softball, uh, if you're watching this, answer our emails. We want you, we want to have you guys on here. <laughs> I didn't um, want to make it a personal shot like no, that. No, no, no. I, I, I want to get them on here. This I love softball. They're good. Uh, and they're really good right now. So, I mean, we definitely want to get them on here. But so football was kind of a filler right now because they're, they're out of season. So Tristan, kind of going on to the out, the, out, uh, they got the off season, what has that been like? Because, you know, Luke's experienced what now? You've experienced how many morning runs? Like, uh, I actually tried to do the math, and I was thinking if it's 16 a year. No, year, like how many like times, like years? I mean, like you've been um, doing it for, what, four, four years now? Is that your fourth morning run sessions? Yeah. Yeah, so a morning run in football is every Monday and Thursday at 6 a.m. We have to get in the, out in the cold weather, get in our car, scrape off the ice at 5.30 in the morning, and then drive over to Troyer and probably icy roads and then do a run from six to seven every Monday and Thursday of every week after, after literally right after Christmas break on the worst surface ever. Composite flooring. Yeah. And so Tristan, what was that like getting, you know, you kind of knew you mentally prepared a little bit for as much as you could because you heard stories, but what was that like? Oh, it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, I mean, you just, the worst part was getting yourself up. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Being a freshman, uh, especially the first couple ones, really did not expect it. Like, did not know what we were doing. Uh, and but once you get in the routine of things, it's really not that bad, you know. But Sunday night, go to bed early. Wednesday night, go to bed early. But uh, it, it's it's a lot different than what high school was. Um, I mean, playing. I played basketball during that time last year. I never really had yep. an off season in high school where yeah. I would just train. So it was kind of cool this year to just train. Yeah, kind of like you with baseball, like you in high school, right, Luke? You didn't experience much spring ball because I mean, I was the same way. I played base football, and then right, and then I had two free weeks to kind of work out with the offensive line with the because we worked out with the powerlifting team, and then right, then right into baseball. Like literally, I think we started in February was when we started practicing. Was that kind of the same thing for you in high school? Well, it's actually kind of interesting. So in Indiana, as far as I know, you're not allowed to do spring football. Oh, really? At least okay. with pads or anything like that. Yeah. But we didn't oh, okay. do much off season anything they had like a lifting program for you but they really said we want you to be in as many sports as possible yeah. so i'd go yeah. football i'd take a week off go to wrestling i'd oh, take yeah, two days wrestling. off because my baseball coach freaked me out and i'd go straight to <laughs> baseball so it was pretty much an all-year thing and then yeah. in the summer they were like all three of us were like we want you at this this and this and so yeah. it was trying to satisfy as much of that as we could yeah true yeah yeah so so you guys get here and then you hop into practice and then what was what was the first time, either practice or game, where you just got, like, woken up, good morning, yeah. this is college football? Yeah, the college Ooh. football moment. Well, <laughs> I mean, the coolest moment, obviously, like, a moment I don't think you can recreate is, like, running out on the field for the first time against Taylor with people on the storage facility roofs yeah. next to the stadium. Like, yeah. it was so full. They had people, like, sitting wherever they could. And, you know, like, my high school probably pulled a 1,000 at their best games, I feel like, and that seemed kind of big. But with no – I think the biggest difference is with no track to, like, yeah. separate the field, yeah. no eight-lane track there, there's people literally – like, Charlie Hill's dad is in my ear. Yeah. I, wait, hold on. It's is, just is, insane. Is, is, his dad, is his dad bald? Yes, his yeah, dad's yeah, the yeah. bald okay, guy. Okay, I have heard him. The whistle. I have heard <laughs> him way too many times. Yeah, I am yeah. positive he will listen to this, and I just want to make sure we can hear you, yeah. Mr. Hill. Yeah, don't worry. 
But that, we want to run the ball as much as you do. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm in for it. Like everything he's saying is like yeah. he's definitely an advocate for us. But man, he is so loud. Yeah, it's funny. But I'd say the biggest moment is my third game ever, fourth game ever we played. It was homecoming, so it was packed out. And I freshly turned 18, and we I went up against this guy who was like two-time all-conference from St. Francis, Illinois. I was at that game. This guy was 24 years old. <laughs> and you could kind of see that he was like, you could see was this old. guy was old, yeah. and he was crafty. And this kid was just like, I was like, wow, this kid's just better at football right now than me because I could tell he'd had five years in the weight room. And I think yeah. that's kind of what kind of kicked it in gear for me that was like, the weight room is going to be immensely important to get to the next level. Like, oh, you yeah. Know, you hit your weight goal, and you're like, oh, this is great. But, like, when if you haven't hit that strength goal yet, you're going to be able to feel it. And I think that's the one time I've really felt it. And I was like, I never want to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Tristan? Have you had, like, uh, in practice and stuff? Yeah. The biggest, like, oh, crap moment is definitely day one of pads. <laughs> and I remember vividly standing right next to Zach Michener. <laughs> and it had to have been, like, the second or third play. And – Coach Roof got in a fight with somebody. I don't know what it was, yeah. but there was a big scuffle. And I remember vividly looking at Zach and going, oh, man, this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> you're not screwing around. Like, I've never yeah, it's seen It's like guys before. in your team, like, full-on fist fighting. Yes. You're like, and what is like, going on? Oh, my goodness. This is really happening. Yeah. Like, we're, and, but other than that, I would say definitely being on the scout team against the number ones on defense. Yeah. You know, running into – Ishmael Avila is not fun, and that's no. definitely the first time you get popped by him. You're like, oh, man, these guys hit hard. Yeah. This is not like high school at all. Yeah, uh, that's so That's a special christening, too. That he is, yeah, 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 yeah. Ish of all people, oof. That was that's a bell rough. ringing that I'm glad I don't have to take anymore. Yeah. Shout out to Ish. Shout out to Ish. We're going to miss him this year. Yeah, and he, I even when he was a sophomore, like the first one-on-one rep I had against him was just – him trying to put the crown of his helmet exactly. through my chin. Yeah. And <laughs> right it was with just a wake-up, dude. I, yep. I think it put me – we used to use, like, a Weeble dummy for our one-on-ones, and he threw me over this Weeble dummy. It was like, <laughs> this is just guys with yeah. different amounts of strength than yeah. I have. And he's, like, seen. a year older than you, too, at that point. So, I mean, like, yeah. that's crazy. The, the saddest thing about it is it was, like, we would break the huddle and the whole scout team would see the play, and they would be like, oh, no, like, he's pulling over to go get him. And everybody would be like, hey, watch him. Like, watch, he's about to get smoked. Yeah. And then, boom, it would happen. And it would be like, yeah! <laughs> you got him. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Okay, and kind of going off, I guess, the note of, um, you know, welcome to college football moment. What has been the biggest difference from high school football? Luke, you're going to have to, uh, you know, dig back in the memory bank from high school football, you know, with it being five <laughs> years ago. But, I mean, Ouch. so on, Grandpa. What, uh, <laughs> what? I mean, hey, we're, we're literally Guys, I'm young. 21 we're, years old. We're a year younger than him. I know. I'm 21. I'm the same like, age. I am, I am, I am, you're I am very young, though. I am, yeah. Yeah. I am less than a year younger than Luke. Yeah, like, uh, but I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, what, you know, what was the difference between like high school football and the speed? I mean, you kind of touched on it with the training and all that stuff, but the major difference when you got to college football, were you like, Oh my gosh, like, okay, this is, I'm just playing college football. This is serious. I would say, well, there's a couple of things that come to mind. Like you're not just going against some guy that you see in third period anymore. Yeah. You know, like, there were some guys that I played against. Uh, there was a guy who actually is, like, the center at Wisconsin now who I went against. I was like, dude, this guy's really talented even on defense. Like, that's cool. But that's everybody now. You know, everybody is at least good at one yeah. weird thing. That's, like, their best thing. You know, like, I, I kind of relate it to, like, you know, Mariana Rivera is, like, a really good pitcher, right? But, like, mm. he's got his cutter. You know, that's what you got to watch. Like, yeah. there's w at least one thing you got to watch from every guy in the field. There's nobody that's just there as, like, a placeholder. 
And I think that's the biggest difference. Like sometimes guys were playing in high school just because they were like really big, you know. Yeah. Well, now we have guys like Owen Perkins who are massive human beings. Yeah. But they also have some dirty pass rush yeah, moves. Very they have. speedy. Yeah. yeah. They've like really honed in on those strengths. So it's probably the talent level. I, I don't feel like the speed was as big of a deal as I feel like a lot of people told me it was going to be. And I'm not trying to use that as like a flex, but like. I think that was one thing I was really intentional about was watching the speed as much as I could of college football when I was a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. So I would just say like the talent level, you're getting like guys who know how to use their body and they know how to use it really well. Yeah. I, I completely agree. In high school, probably eight of us were playing both sides of the ball and we were having practice. One day was practice for offense. One day was practice for defense. Yeah. So that was a big difference. But, uh, I would say one of the biggest things, uh, I'll say two things, is obviously the weight room. Yeah. In high school, we didn't have that good of a program, but here it's like every day yeah. you're on it and uh, you're getting your stuff in and it's good stuff. But another thing would be like the play calls. Yeah, really. Yes. First, oh, I yeah, remember you're talking. To the, you're preaching to the choir. It, coming coming to the summer, I came to one of the summers. The first one I came actually, uh, the old tight ends coach was here. That was oh, Coach Sharon. Yeah, Coach Sharon. That yeah, was the only day I ever saw him and. Uh, we get in there on like it was like day two installs and he just started launching a bunch of stuff at us yeah. and i was like oh my yeah. and charlie and evan were sitting there just like oh yeah he goes here he goes there he goes yeah. there. but back in high school like i mean our plays were 43 lead and like you know 28 <laughs> toss yeah and now we got like a full two sentence play yeah and literally. Yeah, and it's got but, like a comma in between it and stuff like that yeah so yeah. that's probably the biggest difference for me cool yeah yeah so luke you talked about taylor earlier so we're going to get this out of the way. Yes. But first of all, um, you know, so it would have been your sophomore year. So, Tristan, you weren't here yet. Um, the first time you guys beat Taylor at Taylor's house. And it was kind of a little bit of revenge tour because a Taylor player said, this is this is a great first win in our new home after they beat you your freshman year she here. Swore. Yeah. How did that Call feel them beating them at their place your second time? Well, it was a really weird game. So... That's the, probably the second most packed I've ever seen a game. They had people lining the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a guy go down, an offensive lineman. And so Coach Atkins, the O-line coach, comes up to me, like, right before that game. We're, like, warming up. I'm warming up at my right tackle position. And he comes up to me and says, hey, you're going to play left guard. And I was like, what? I've not. I've never really played guard. I've never taken reps there. He's like, yeah, I'm putting you at left guard. We're putting Doyle at right tackle. So that's how we're going to do this. And, like, you know, to start taking reps there. And it's like, okay, I've got like 20 minutes to figure out how to play this position I've never really played before. Yeah. And then, so when you run like power and counter, like you have the guard pulling uh, up for the middle linebacker. So like you don't really pull at tackle. We ran power like 12 times that game. Yeah. I don't think we ever have run it again yeah. since, but we no, ran we power. We literally got rid of the play. <laughs> and over and over. But, of course, the best part of that game, besides winning and getting, you know, like, hug your buddies as they rush the field afterward, was you, Donovan. Yeah. Little freshman Donnie in the middle of the game, right? <laughs> so, Tristan, I'm not sure you've heard this story. This story is uh, amazing. Yeah. I have yeah. not. Yeah. So Wait, can I, can I get the backstory real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so for those who don't know, uh, I have done sideline interviewing for – India Wesleyan's games. I had done it freshman year. I have not done it since just because of it's not not for bad reasons, just that we haven't had the amount of people oh, for us to keep doing that type of stuff. Um, so I was doing silent interviewing for the India Wesleyan side, and it was a big deal. I mean, it was it was the biggest game of, of the year that year, you could say, because they ended up winning. Um, but uh, I had been told by a teacher uh, who's no longer here, rest in peace, Dr. King. Rest in peace, Dr. King. Um, but he had said – 
you can go up to a coach kind of when you feel like things are dead and you can ask them a question. And now, now a little, a little bit more backstory. About a week prior, I had done sideline interviewing for the Eastbrook Oak Hill game. And the Eastbrook head coach did not care if I came up and talked to him after they scored a touchdown or something like that. I was thinking in my head, all right, obviously I'm not going to approach Langs. That would be a dumb move. Um, and so what happened is that I saw a coach way down on the basically the opposite side of the field. I don't know if you guys are on offense or defense. I'm going to go with you guys are on offense. And so I was like, oh, this is a great worse. time. Oh, it makes it so much worse. This is, this, is, this is a great time. I was asking for a, a one-liner here real quick. And Luke, take it away. So the important thing to understand is that Donovan walked up to our run game coordinator yeah. while we were on offense. Yeah. The so offensive he's drawing line up. Coach. Yeah. So he comes up to the offensive line coach and our run game coordinator in a game where we ran the ball like 40 times. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. We did not throw the ball and much in that game. It was a tight game. game. Yeah. It was and, not a blowout. You know, a no. little freshman wet behind the ears, Dottie, comes up to Coach Ekins, who is, you know, in the middle of doing his job and goes, Hey, coach, can I like, uh, uh, can I like ask you a question real quick? And Coach Ekins looks at this kid, you know, wearing like an Iwu poncho and like, you know, his little headset and stuff. I like, was not wearing a poncho. Like, no. Like, you can't ask me a question in the he, middle of the game. He, the absolute death stare he gave me yeah. and just gave me a no. I was like, why did? Why was I told I can ask questions? Because yeah. Randall was the king of hanging you out to dry. Yeah. I know that I, not many people are going to be able to resonate with that. I, I seriously thought he was going to watch. Coach Atkins, I know you're watching. I was seriously thought he was gonna come over and like try to attempt to strangle me. He's, I would have. It was 100%. just like, are you kidding me? No, <laughs> like no, he's winning the work and so we're like, and, and, and you know what? And that is when I knew the difference between high school and college football. That was your wake up moment. <laughs> it was. That was his welcome to college football moment. It was. Every time, Dottie, that we're watching game film now, and like you know, the camera swings at the end of the play. Like every yeah. once in a while, we we'll go, "Hey, look at Dottie," and we'll just kind of look at him and laugh. He's like, "We're cool. I don't hate Donovan." It's yeah. like. Yeah, we know, but like we have to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to make sure he liked the podcast because I, uh, I had, I had, I had talked to him first semester. I had just talked to him because I wanted to do an interview potentially with him. It ended up falling through. We couldn't do it. Um, but he, he hates had, you. But by yeah. emailed him, I, I was, I was like, hey, Coach, I can just meet Donovan. I'm like the kid that asked you uh, for the interview, and he's like. He's like, oh, I want to apologize, Dom. I didn't mean. It. I'm like, I'm like, don't apologize. It's already in the past. Oh, that's so funny. Gosh. Um, so. Done with that. Yeah. Um, There's so. Donovan's dumbest moment on the football field. Now, Luke, where it's yours. <laughs> um, I we had a game in hand this year. Yep, it was the first game of the year, and uh, some kid, you know, it was the fourth quarter, yeah. and. As these stories always go, there has to be foreshadowing. Yeah, of course. So, you know, Coach Atkins comes up to us, the old line coach, and he's like, all right, listen up. Like, let's finish this out real quick. We're up a score. We just got to run out the clock, run some six-minute offense. Yeah. Like, don't do anything stupid. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let's not do anything <laughs> stupid, you know? So what do I do? I go on the field, and I do something yeah. really, really <laughs> dumb. I go on the field. So, like, this kid, like, you know, we're just running the ball. We're trying to run yeah, out the clock. Yeah. And first win of the year, the motions are high. Yeah. I'm an emotional like player. We're playing Valparaiso. Yeah. yeah, and this guy comes up and like our running back's on the ground, right? Yeah. It's it's our like it's our kind of change up guy for the year, and he's holding on to the ball. You know, the last thing we want to do is give up the ball to them yeah. right, with a chance to score like late in the game. And this guy's like shaking our running back on the ground, and I like kind of like help pick him up and kind of like push him away from our running back. 
And this kid deserves an Oscar because he absolutely sold it. Yeah. He sold it. He flopped on the ground. And the ref, who's like kind of been in my ear the whole game, gets to throw his little personal foul flag. And I get off the field and I get screamed at. Yeah, I remember that. What are you doing? That was awesome. What are you doing? (laughs) Just walk away from it. It's like, yeah, you're right. I should have. And I absolutely didn't. And I'm an idiot. And that's, that's. I'm not getting into the other moment, but that's probably the one I'm going with. Yeah. Is the dumbest I mean, thing I've done. The also, field. Luke is the first ever penalized player on the IWU football <laughs> yes, team. And it was also his Twitter bio no, for like say. three years. It might still be in there. Yeah, we not we're not really sure. Everyone go look it up. But I don't. Yeah, yeah. it's it's what it's the first ever penalty holding call in IWU. History. It's the first ever penalty yeah. in IWU history. Yeah. I, that's you know, a, that's a great title, honestly. I mean, like it may not be, but it is. Well, like. At the end of the day, Owen, like what you take with you is what you believe about. Oh, 100 percent. You know, yeah. So like you gotta look, look, you know, Tristan, you have this one sick catch so far that you get to leave as your legacy right now. Like, Owen, you get to leave you and I, like, what's our statistical legacy? Like one of my buddies on the baseball team, like, I was looking up his stats. I was like, oh, like, you know, you're hitting like I'm gonna make up a number to be nice. Like you're hitting like 330 this yeah. year, you know, no strikeouts so far. Like, you know what you look at my stats, you see games played. Yeah. Oh crazy. no, that's true. And it's yeah, wrong. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So like, I, you know, if if you get to have something, like you got to hold yeah. on to it, even yeah. if it's something that killed a drive in a game that we lost. Yeah. What about you, Tristan? In, considering you're a freshman, you can go back to high school. So what's the most embarrassing that's happened to you on this field? Oh, I'll go back to high school because I. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I kind of embarrass myself every day out here, but we'll yeah. go back because <laughs> you're a freshman. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, probably most embarrassing thing, which. I thought it was kind of legendary. I didn't think it was too embarrassing, <laughs> but uh, we were, uh, it was just a regular drive or whatever. And we ran a boot pass or whatever. And I ran a corner and I caught the ball and I guess there's just two guys in front of me yeah. and they come both in to tackle me. And one's like on my legs and one's on my hip or whatever, but they're not too big a guy. So they're not like just taking me down immediately. And I'm kind of yeah. falling down a little bit, but my, my best friend Kean comes running up and I'm like, and he's like getting ready to block one of them. I was like, no, 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 no. And I remember yelling at him, here, 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 here. And I handed him the ball. <laughs> no, no. And I, and, I, I, good. And, and I have a video of it. And he, and, but he was in front of me. So technically it counts as a forward lateral. <laughs> Even though I handed it off, I didn't let go of the ball. I didn't toss it, but I handed it to him and he ran for like 30 more yards yeah. until he got tackled. But I mean, it was legendary in the moment because I just got up and like Kean, once Kean got tackled, I'm just screaming, yeah, yeah. And he's running back to me. He's like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. Yeah. And then like we turn around and we see the yellow flag <laughs> and we're like, oh no. And I just vividly remember hearing my name being screamed from the sideline. And I look over and my coach's headset is on the ground. Yeah. And he's just, Tristan. <laughs> it doesn't say a word. It's just looking at me and I'm. I'm dying inside yeah. <laughs> and we get back, to, we get back to the huddle and like, we like get back into our huddle to where he can't like see our faces yeah. and the entire team is laughing. Yeah. We, are dying, <laughs> laughing. We, were, we were up by like 20. We didn't yeah. really care, but that's probably the most embarrassing moment just because it got called back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to put the coaches on blast yes. for a quick second. Oh, no. Who's like the, who's like the, I guess in your guys' opinion, you know, it might be just based on like uh position coaches anyway, just because you spend your most time around them. But who kind of brings the most joy to yeah. you personally uh, on the coaching staff? Uh, the most joy? Yeah. Um, I, I spend a lot of time with Coach Ekins. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, I, I he works us hard, you know, and for good reason. Like, this is our job. You know, like, this is what we came here to do is to get better at football. And his, like, sole task is to be, like, help us get better at football. And so, like, one of the things that you think about, like, 
Uh, there's a quote by some college coach who's like, you know, my job security rests on 18 to 22-year-olds. You know, and that's, like, kind of true. Like, Yeah, it's very true. What yeah. an interesting job to yeah. put yourself into. But, you know, so, like, he coaches us really hard, but, like, it's a blast. You yeah. know, like, when they canceled the 2020 season in the fall, it was like, man, like, there's nothing I'd rather be doing right now than getting yelled at during run pro. Yeah, it was so weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, that that's really big. And then uh, coach my freshman year, his name was C.J. Nightingale. Like, he was just a really fun guy to be around. Like, he called everyone cat. Look at this cat, you know, something like that. <laughs> really trying to get into the wildcat thing and – he deserves a little shout. He's at Wheaton now, but he's he was also a really funny guy that like always made me laugh. Yeah. What about you, Tristan? I'll, I'd probably piggyback just uh, <laughs> with uh, Coach Eikens. I like him uh, as a person too, but as a coach, because he's the kind of guy, in my opinion, that can get on to you, but then bring you back in yeah, after. Uh, and that's what I really like because you know it's it's nice to get coached up, but feel like you're still a part of things after yeah. the fact after. So once he like he brings you in and you know lets you know what you did wrong and why you did it wrong and yeah. how to get better for it. So yeah, definitely. What about the most hype coach before the games? You know the guy that's banging his head against the wall. He's got the speaker in the air like he's on the, like one of those Star Wars characters. Like what? Like what? <laughs> like this year specifically this year, who was the most hype coach for you? Because I mean this year was a good year for the team. We went nine and one, conference champs. So I mean yeah. I just want to be clear. The Star Wars character you're referring to is a Tauntaun, correct? That thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah or Tusken Raider. Tusken yeah, Raider. Tusken Raider. Tuscan Raider. Oh, come on. I was wrong. It's not a Tauntaun. I'm sorry. Luke doesn't like Star Wars. I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan, but I knew what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Tusken Raider, yeah. Uh, you literally were describing Coach Aldrin. Yeah. You know, yeah. the D-line coach. <laughs> That's like, what I was kind of going He used to. I don't, he doesn't always do it anymore, but at a lot of away games, he used to actually give us the, like, hype speech right before the game yeah. in the middle of, like, a huddle, and we'd all huddle around him, and he would just freak out. Like, I can't remember what he was really saying, but he was just, you know, at the end, everyone just like, it, you know, it just lit us up. And like yeah. a lot of the coaches are a little bit more even keeled, you know, because they mm. want the players to be even keeled. But yeah. I think he's, he does a really good job of like driving with healthy emotion. Yes. Not to like rattle the players or get them too high, but like he probably runs the hottest of any of the coaches. Mm. And the second one I think is Coach Langs. Yeah. I think like when Coach Langs, the three or four interactions we've had, like, uh, in the middle of games are super intense yeah. and I think it's really really healthy but it's almost like oh my gosh like you look at that guy in the eyes and he's like it's all business but yeah. it is fiery intense business in yeah. a way that I don't think any of the other coaches have really looked me in the eyes except maybe after the water bottle incident of 2019 but you know we can talk about coach roof will put you on blast so yeah, probably those two with Coach Aldrin leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Kind of the same. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only been here for a year, so it's kind of hard. But the day I saw Coach Aldrin rip his shirt off and <laughs> yeah. throw a Gatorade jug yes. in the air full of Gatorade, I knew he was he meant business. Yeah. He was for real. <laughs> <laughs> and so that yeah, he's probably the most hype coach in my opinion. But yeah. I, I get what he's saying about Coach Lings. I think Coach Lings always knows what to say. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to something like that, like getting somebody ready to go or something, uh, he's just kind of that coach that knows what to say. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So don't flinch. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right, right before the game, you got you got earbuds on, you got headphones on, or you just vibing in the locker room. What's what's the song? Yeah. What's the song that gets you going? Yeah. Oh man, uh, we actually figured we figured out a good system for this. So. My biggest songs that I play actually come from our walk from the wreck over to the stadium. That's the time where I really, like, grasp in, like, all right, it's time to lock in. We're about to go into the stadium, and the next five hours need to be, you know, really dialed in. But those are the songs I remember the most. Uh, I used to play God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash earlier in my career. Ooh. 
Uh, it was a pretty good one. And good it actually choice. fit the walk really well. Yeah. Um, the song I've been playing more recently on the way over is actually Devastated. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't actually say the artist's name right now. Joey, Joey just, just call him Joey. Joey, Joey B, you know? Yeah, Joey B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing that. Uh, I think I played that all of 2021 on the way over there. And then uh, we actually made a offensive line playlist yeah. that we will go into, like, our meeting room, and we'll put it on in there. And it is every '90s metal grunge yeah. rock song. I thought it was gonna be some sea shanties uh, in there. No, there's a couple no, of Chief no, Keef yeah. songs. Like, yeah, it's uh, fun. "Sound of Silence" by um, uh, Disturbed. Yeah, yeah, Disturbed is on there. Yeah. Is one of the last ones we'll play because, yeah. like, at the end of the day, like, you want to be hyped, but yep. it's also like the level of intensity needs to be higher than your emotions. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like it's like a whole different ball game. Like when it comes to like turning that emo- like there's a there's a practice angry and then there's a game angry and yeah. it's like completely two different things. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like I'm not sure if this is me calling myself out. Like, uh, it's it's a competition, but at the end of the day, I feel like at this point, like it's a performance. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You have studied the moves you need to make, when you need to make them, yeah. and how you need to make them against somebody else. Like you need to go perform at your best because if you perform at your best, the opponent doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I feel like in high school a lot, and you can learn from this freshman, like <laughs> I looked at it like a competition. I got to beat this guy. Like, no, I can beat this guy and still get a zero on the play because yeah. I didn't do it right. Like the performance needs to be correct. The footsteps yeah. need to be correct. And when the footsteps are right and I'm going to the right spot, like that's when the performance is, is adequate. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Tristan, when it comes to uh, music? Oh, I'm a big little baby guy okay. for, All right, for yeah. hype songs. And that's per his generation, though, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people get Why mad. Why do you say you generation? Gen He's two years younger than us. Well, his grade, I meant. That's when his age group. A probably. lot of my friends uh, in high school would not like if I had aux before the game because I just played a lot of uh, kind of repetitive music. Yeah. It was kind of the same genre and the same kind of lyrics. But, uh, yeah, I, I can get pretty hyped up to some yeah. little baby, so... I also don't like listening. I listen to, like, sometimes I listen to music too soon. Yeah. And then I'm kind of just stuck, and I'm like, man, I cannot get back up on the horse for this. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so I, I mean, I didn't really do it this year, but in high school, I would listen to music probably right before we walked out. Yeah. And then after, but before that, probably not too much. Yeah. Would you guys like to hear something kind of interesting? Sure. Yeah. In high school, before games, my teammates would play their mixtapes. That is what we got to listen to. We we had like this gross 2000 CD player and they would burn (laughs) these CDs or they would hook up their phone and they would play their mixtapes and they were the most awful things I've ever heard. There wasn't even like, oh, this guy's is kind of good. No, they were all terrible. (laughs) But that is what we listened to to get fired up before games and then no sleep till Brooklyn. uh, I got a, have you ever heard the song? It's a... Tiptoe through the tulips. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. we would it's listen to that. Yeah, we yeah, would yeah. listen to that before the game in high school. We put it on the speaker at some point before the game. We had to yeah. listen to that and first day out in yeah. that order. Dreams and nightmares is our. Yeah. So the way what we do, and I mean everyone, everyone pretty much does this. Is that they go. Uh, was it's kickers and returners go out first? So specialists and returners, and then quarterbacks. And long snappers. Give them credit. That's the specialists. specialists. Donovan doesn't know football. Uh, and give him my boy Shiloh. And then it, and then it goes quarterbacks and receivers. So like the uh, the the skill guys. So then DBs as well. And then it goes to big. So some of the linebackers, uh, the defensive linemen, and the offensive linemen. 
And coach, that's that's honestly what I think of Coach Aldrin is him just literally just speaker up in the air and he's just dreams and nightmares like this giant <laughs> JBL party box and it's like nightmares come true and Coach Aldrin just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think of when I definitely think of like a song. You can really see like the different type of guys during that moment too. Oh yeah, because you'll have guys like like Vince Versteeg who are like rapping the whole thing and they're like really animated about it. And then you'll have a guy like I think Jackson Burke is actually yeah. the one that I come to the most. Like Jackson will be kind of saying it, but he'll just be like really even keeled and like down, yeah. like more like internally ready to go. Yeah, and Vince 100%. is just like explode every lyric, every word ready to go. But yeah, there's just two different types of guys you can see there. Yeah, definitely. All right. So last question. It's been a long it's been already like forty minutes. Yeah. And that's felt like really fast. Um but so for the last question, a little bit more serious. So what has this program done for you outside of just becoming a better football player? I know Luke, like yeah, it's it's almost there for you, Tristan. You're just a freshman, so it might be something you have to think a little bit harder. You're not quite there mentally ready to kind of answer that question. But for you, Luke, like what what will this program do for you? Well, uh, the biggest thing is that um, from a physical standpoint, I've changed a lot. You know, like that's one of the biggest noticeable changes. You know, I've put on. 60 pounds since graduating high school. Mm -hmm. I've got a lot stronger. Um, I have, you know, running form, speed. <laughs> you do. I'm not sure it's changed. You're probably faster like, than high school. I, I have say, speed. Yeah. yeah, and I'm yeah. not sure I could. I don't, I'm not sure I could convince anyone. I'm more athletic. Yeah. But well, like, what was your 40 yard dash? You did the combine thing the other day with uh, the Colts and Lions. What uh, was your 40? It was a five five. Hey, that's not that's not awful. Well, how many, how many guys can say they ran for the Colts in the yeah, Exactly. That's yeah. true. Um, but the biggest thing I would say, honestly, is that, um, you know, especially taking some of the upper-level business classes now as a marketing major, like uh, Coach Langs has done an amazing job of implementing a culture. And it's really interesting. So, like, I get in here, you know, 2018, and we're doing these culture blueprint meetings at, like, 8 at night. And I'm like, dude, I want to go to bed. I want to call my mom. And we're doing these culture blueprint meetings. We're like, yeah. oh, man, I don't want any part of this. But like, he's like, you need to buy into this. This is going to be important. This is go what's going to be the building box of our team. And so we do these culture blueprint meetings. We do like 10 of them. We did a ton of them my freshman yeah. year. And so we're doing these meetings and it's like all about, you know, do what you say I would do. Climb, you know, unwavering love for others. Those are the key, like three parts of the program. And so he's built this culture. And finally, you know, these last couple of years, like you can see this culture really being into effect because suddenly instead of guys in that meeting being all that's on the team, mm -hmm. we have these freshmen that we have to instill it on. Now, Coach Langs isn't doing these blueprint meetings yeah, anymore. Exactly. This is our job to instill this on you, you know, to the next group, to the guys who are going to have to instill it to somebody else in three to five years yeah. when you're old. Mm -hmm. And so like looking at that, it's been able to see it like culture is so important, mm -hmm. you know, and so like moving into like taking all these management classes and stuff like you can see like they're like you need to be able to build a culture like what do you need to be able to do and i'm like well i've just lived a very well-built culture for the last four years that i'm going to be able, like that's going to be so much more important in the workforce than like reading about it in a book or something like that so even in the job i want to have one day like being able to see this culture that's being built is going to be huge yeah I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> well, no, like, was, what do you want to get out of it? Like, because, I mean, you're a freshman, and, yeah, you've learned some stuff, but what do you want to get out of it? I Well, the way I look at it, and I can kind of see this now that, like, I look at him or I look at any other seniors, uh, guys that are in leadership rules, roles, I try to look at them and think, how am I going to get myself to them? So it's kind of weird being at the bottom now, but uh, the biggest thing I, I like, have – somewhat taken away already is that like nobody's waiting for you yeah. and and uh 
it kind of, you know, we're just playing football, but it's kind of like if we're doing this and nobody's waiting you on football, nobody's going to wait on you after football. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing that I've somewhat started to grasp because um, I haven't taken everything in, obviously, yeah. but uh, somewhat kind of touched on is that there's, there's, it's, it's real. Like yeah. people don't wait on you in the real world and uh, you know, you got to see how you react to it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a big, like, I mean, kind of just explain what you said. It's big, like, like if you don't use your abilities the way you, you can use them, someone else is going to take it. Yeah. Someone else is going to use your abilities to the way. And I mean that, that for me, freshman year, that was a huge thing was I came in as like this, Oh, I was an all state. I was dish all district type of guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and now, now it's a, Oh, everyone is an all district and all state yeah. like, all conference guy. So, I mean, it, that, that was a big, that, that was kind of my welcome to football moment was seeing guys that I would I was I would go against in high school because it was they went well, they wanted to line up the best guy against the best guy in high school. Well, now it's the everyone's the best guy going against the all the best guys in, in college football. So it is really cool. So yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much yeah. for joining us. Uh, you know, some things happen. Luke, you have been waiting for this day for you to be on this yeah. podcast. I, hey, Dottie, I just like spending <laughs> time has. with you. I, oh, you're such a blast, Dottie. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm such a joy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thank you guys so much. Might even get to back to you guys sometime in the fall. We'll yeah. try to get other people, you know, yeah. rotate the lineup a little bit, yeah. see who else is out there, see who else wants yeah. to be on it. I have some roommates that are chomping at the bit. Yeah. I'm yeah I know Ben is yeah. I know Ben for sure is um and then Tristan stepping up as a freshman thank you for coming yeah on I really today. appreciate it yeah. he and when I I so <laughs> at the lift yesterday we no offense to Tristan but I had asked Luke to do it and then I texted uh our starting tight end Charlie Hill Charlie is arguably the funniest guy on the entire team so yeah. I really wanted him on this <laughs> um but Charlie has a uh, work and he has to do uh the workout today as well so I mean he had some side things to do so we miss you Charlie but Tristan, when I told him that I was like, Hey, do you want to do the podcast? Cause he had asked me cause he, he loves to like look at the clips that we do. And I swear, I don't think I've ever seen a smile so big on someone. He was like, are you serious? Like, you're not kidding, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, like, do you want to be on it tomorrow? Like, like at three, like three fifteen. And he was like, dude, yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, p- please, please. Can I be? And I was like, <laughs> I'm asking you to be on the podcast. You can be on the podcast. <laughs> this, this is and a he childhood was freaking dream. out. Like, he was like, Oh my God, I could be like Joe Rogan. Can I bring my computer? And he's <laughs> like, a, he's the first, he's the first guest with a computer like <laughs> I, I typed one thing in here on. earlier yeah. just to look like i was typing something <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're like busting yeah. with the boys you know yeah, yeah. Was, i was it, just it was waiting awesome. for someone to ask me a question so i could just look it up yeah. that's and you all had it. what was the uh it was like a it was a qu- twitter but yeah. Yeah. yeah was it true is is that in there i i couldn't sign into my twitter oh, oh my gosh was, you yeah. choked you I brought know. it you i know i brought everything and it didn't work it's okay but i mean i could probably let me look at if i can get luke watson right here is it is it seventy one? Luke Watson. Watts seventy one. It's just oh. under seventy one. Watts ninety nine. Oh, Watts underscore ninety nine. Shameless plug. There yeah, do you guys go. want to plug anything before? Uh, before it is you guys not. Leave? It's your thing. Is I'm sorry. It is his G, like location is the trenches. Yeah. His link is IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> and his. Uh, Shout out to uh, our boy Lucas Doyle. It's him and Lucas uh, in their his profile picture. But his like Twitter he- header thing is the show goes on, and it's uh, from uh, Wolf, Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, Wolf on Wall, Wall Street. Street. It's because uh, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, he isn't. He is a fifth year senior. Leaving. The show so. goes on. You know, the show goes on. Yeah. All right. So yeah, thank you guys so much. You guys have like an Instagram that we can tag you guys in for when uh, we do post highlights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Watts underscore ninety nine W A T Z. And yours. 
Trist 3mm, so T-R-I-S-T-3-M-M. Okay. Yeah. All right. Worst I'll case sure. scenario, I'll just have Owen do I'll the do tagging. It. Yeah, I have him. Yeah. All right. So uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah, it was this is a blast. seriously a blast. Yeah. It was like almost 50 minutes that we went for. Heck yeah. But, uh, so Owen, you ready to go to the preview? Let's do it. All right. Let's go. Um, basketball uh, is in the conference tournament. That game will be this Friday. Uh, the game will be this Friday, yeah, against yeah. Uh, Montreat College of North Carolina. The game will be here at Lucky Arena. Um, so the whole opening round will be at Lucky, and the winner of the each opening round will go to um, where is it at again? The NAIA National Championship for men's Kansas City, Kansas City, yeah. Um, so yeah, so best of luck to the men. That game will be Friday. Uh, the time has not been released yet, so we're not sure about that. Um, and then going on to men's tennis, they're in that giant. A uh, week-long trip that we talked about. 13 days. Uh, 13 days. They Well, technically, they started it this week. It started it Tuesday. Yeah, they started on Tuesday, and we had already talked about those games. Um, so they had that game against Cumberlands and then William Carey uh, yesterday and today. And then on Monday, they will be playing against Southeastern University. They get to go to Florida. Lucky. Uh, Lucky. Southeastern is number 18. Then they'll be playing number 18 or number two, Kaiser University. Uh, so they will all, they'll be staying in Florida for that. Um, and that will be uh, on Tuesday. And then at on Wednesday, they will be again in Florida against the number 21, Ave Maria University. And then on Thursday and Saturday in Lawrenceville, Georgia, they're taking on the top dogs, the NAIA, Georgia, Ooh. Gwinnett, and uh, university at the George Gwinnett invite. So best of luck to the men's tennis team. Um, and then NAIA uh, indoor national champions will be uh, taking a, it's, it's going on. Uh, it started yesterday. Um, the results uh, are in. So I'll give you some of those results and then it's going to go on to tomorrow uh, or today and then Saturday. So I'm really excited for them. Uh, players to be mentioned so far is Stephen Ott, Landon Wakeman, uh, David Bignell, and Charlie Young. So, uh, you know, great job to them. Uh, Landon Wakeman earned the first spot in the finals for the Wildcats, taking seventh in the 5,000 meter with a time of 14 uh, minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, four seconds faster than his personal best, so he got a PR. So Woo! congratulations to Landon. And then Charlie Young, Stephen Ott, and David Bignell, and Wes Kundo would secure another spot in the finals for I, uh, IWU, this time in the 4 by 800 relay with a second-place finish. So congratulations. That, that uh, like, for the four of them have been kicking butt this whole year in that. They have. Uh, in that 4 by 800 so, um, and then, like I said, it's going to go on to today and then Friday uh, or Saturday, the results aren't in today. So yeah, but Donovan, uh, take it away with some other sports. Yeah. All right. So women's basketball first up. So they also got invited uh, to the NAI opening round. Um, so as I believe Owen was talking about, so actually here in Marion, Indiana, we were lucky enough to uh, host both just one. men and women's. But two. Um, so that's awesome for them. So first game would be against... <laughs> first, first game will be against uh, IUSB, IU South Bend. Um, and then if they win that game, they'll play the winner of Northwestern out of Iowa and Midway out of Kentucky. And uh, if you win that game, then you'll be part of the final 16, who then 
go down to well over west over to west, yeah. uh, Sioux City, Iowa. Uh, people always be hating on Iowa. Iowa is a beautiful state. Uh, more than just Donovan corn there, the there is hills. So don't let him tell you anything. Um, so that's what they get to look forward to, and closing out with the end of their season. Um, and so then we'll move on to softball. So coming up for them, uh, they have a schedule just like um, the baseball team. Yep. So today is Friday. Uh, they're playing Manchester University right now. They'll play them again in doubleheader on Monday. They're and that going... game got moved from Manchester to here. So oh. kind of cool for the girls to kind of get a, a first game home experience in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and so then, then they're going down to – Kissimmee, Florida, they are going to play a doubleheader on Monday against South Carolina Beaufort, also against Northwestern Ohio. Then on Tuesday, they're going to play Bellevue University and Lawrence Tech. Oh, my gosh, they're going to have three games that day. Then at night, they're going to play Trinity International University. Thursday, they're going to have a tripleheader against Dort College out of Iowa, Carlton, Carlo University out of Pennsylvania, and Grandview University. Um, and then on Friday, they're going to have another triple header, Siena Heights University, Cornerstone University, and Lords University. They're going to play like 12 games. Yeah, you need some water after that? That was a long, that was a long time. My throat that's be dry. That's a lot of stuff, yeah. Um, so that's what they get to do for the next uh, basically week and that. a half. Um, and and, but then, you said all the games are in Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah, lucky. And then I might, I might as well touch on this now, considering me we, we won't release yeah. the episode until the next next week. Then on the next next Tuesday, so the March 15th on Tuesday, they will play a doubleheader against Taylor University. That will be here uh, at Indiana Wesleyan. Um, so, wow, they're going to have a schedule yeah. for themselves coming up. It is spring ball season. Yeah. Um, and so now we'll move on to competitive cheer where they will go to the NAI National Championships. That will start next Friday, uh, so March 11th and also the 12th. I, I'm guessing... Um, it will be, I guess you perform twice. I would guess that's why it's two days. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know who's going to there. Yeah, no, I'll, be, I. I'll be rooting along in, yeah. in memory. of. Yeah, I'll, uh, be, I'll be here in Marion, Indiana, but yeah. good, best of luck. Best of luck to them, Brooke and Aiden. Yeah, we'll especially be wishing the, you guys yeah. luck. Um, you know, hopefully they get nothing but the best for them to happen yep. um, down there. They got third last year. They're going to try to improve on it again this year. Um, and so now we'll move on to women's tennis. Um, so women's tennis on Monday, they're going to play Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida. On Tuesday, they're going to play the number two ranked Kaiser University in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, and then on Wednesday, they're going to play number 18 Ave Maria University in Ave Maria, Florida. And then on Thursday, March 10th, they're going to go to Georgia Gwinnett Invite, oh, just yeah. like the guys. And so they're going to play, obviously, Invite is going to take up Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, so they're also having an action-packed uh, spring break. So they're almost halfway through uh, their schedule so far out of those 13 days. And then they won't have it. They'll have a pretty long break after that. And then for women's swimming, uh, they're rounding out their season right now. Uh, so today, March 4th, a Friday, is day three of the uh, National Swimming and Diving Championships. And then tomorrow, Saturday, will be their final day. We've had some winners so far uh, for the team. Not like winners, like they didn't win. Like medal placers, yeah, they've, yeah. We've had medal placers. They've also had uh, a group of four ladies in a relay that got All-American status as well. Yeah. Um, so congratulations uh, to all those people all those ladies out there and down there in Columbus, yeah. Georgia, 
swimming your arms off. Um, so, uh, yeah. It was a lot of stuff's coming up, Owen. Yeah, and especially um, with it not us not doing something for two weeks. Well, so. and it it is funny how like they plan and do a lot of stuff over spring break. Oh yeah, it's it's funny because it's like besides last year for football, I uh, I had never done something you know as uh, I mean I did it in high school for baseball, but when I was here my freshman year and then this year I'm we're, we kind of do nothing during spring break. You know, uh, what do you th- welcome so, to the life of a normal student? No, yeah, I guess. Well, hey, I <laughs> literally the, the first Tuesday, the first Monday we get back, we're like, we have one install and then we start spring practice Tuesday. Ooh. So, hey, a week though, but it's a break, so it's definitely not a real life student. Yeah, uh, yeah. not a real life student. Yeah, I get to experience that after the season though, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, the second the season ends, yeah. you kind of have like a, but it's weird. a few weeks where you're just like, oh. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I kind of I don't want to ever do that again. I want to make the playoffs. So <laughs> I need to make the playoffs. Uh, we need to make the playoffs. So come on, it old drive, make football. the playoffs. Football, okay, football. Not. All coach right, Coach Langs is our coach. Sorry, sorry, Coach Langs. Um, yeah. So that will round out episode six of Wildcat Week. I was gonna make yeah. another joke and you it, should it, stop. Yeah, it fumbled really bad in my head. So I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna say it. Oh, that's the worst. Um, so yeah, episode six done. Wow. And, and you know what? It also hit me today in class when our teacher was like, there's only six. When you come back from spring break, there's six weeks left. Yeah, we're only going to be able to put out 12 I was like, episodes. I was like, what? Yeah. There's only six? And so that's spring semester flies by. Yeah, it really does. Um, so I'm ready yeah. to do this thing in the fall. I am also ready to do this thing in the fall. I'm not ready for the long break, though. Neither summer. am I. Yeah. But then again, what sports are going on? I'm going to miss you. Oh. Yeah, I'll miss you too. Have oh, a fun spring break, bud. Yeah, uh, yeah, it will be a fun spring break for me. I'll get to go home where it's potentially going to snow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that will not be fun. Uh, but, yeah, but for me and Owen here yep. in Marion, Indiana, we're going to take a what, week, week, break, week yeah. and a half yeah, break half pretty break, much. Yeah. Uh, so you won't see a video for a while from us. But stay safe out there. Go somewhere warm. Everyone Unlike drive me. safe. Drive, drive safe, please. Drive safe. Yeah. I have Owen. a bunch of friends driving down to Florida, so drive safe. Yeah, drive safe for those yeah. guys. Shout I'm out to my go family. Home. Uh, shout out to Owen's family. Shout out to my family. Yeah. You guys uh, kept it real so far. Yep. Uh, number number one supporters. Yes, yeah, 100%. I know. Um, so, yeah, all of you guys have a great weekend. If you're a student, have a great spring break. Peace. We'll see you later.